This is Vision View Sports Radio. We've got uh, Uchiya Shiwanza. He's a sports writer, a cricket writer. Uh, he's got a blog as well, it's, uh, Stumped. And um, he's a guy I enjoy having a cricket conversation with. And uh, yeah, he's joining us on the line. Got to do with, uh, he's going to chat with us. Everything got to do with uh, the Betway SA20. How are you doing, buddy? Thank you for joining us. I'm all good, thanks, man. And um, I'm sure you also probably just uh, recollecting your thoughts and what's just happened in this past month. How crazy has it been? And can you believe it? It's come to an end. Uh, it's come to an end a little too soon for me. You know, I was enjoying myself. The, the schedule was packed, you know, <laughs> the time to breathe, but it was also so much fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, um, I'm going to ask, did you manage to get yourself to to one of those games or did uh, even the final even? Uh, yes, I did manage to, to go to one of the games and um, it was at the Wanderers. Yeah. You know, JSK playing against the Sunrisers. Yeah. It was, it, it was amazing. You know, the, the vibe. <laughs> I cannot tell you how amazing it was. It was. You, you just had to be there. Yeah. Um, um, some of us lucky enough um, to be there and, um, and uh, witnessed, you know, the Orange Army uh, pulling off something that uh, not a lot of people expected, i got to say. Um, um, a lot of people had probably had money on the likes of MI Cape Town um, doing the things. Um, Pretoria Capitals leading the pack throughout uh, the competition. And uh, falling short in the, you know, what was the team that you backed initially and um, why did you back them? Well, um, I have to say, initially, just after the auction, yeah. like many people, I thought my captain would just run away with the thing. Yeah. You know, they, they looked very strong on paper. And especially with, with the way Sam Curran played in the World Cup and just coming in right now, you know, you we expected uh, big things. Yeah. And um, after the competition got off, definitely my money was on the Capitals winning this thing. You know, they, I did some an article looking at the statistics, and the Capitals were just outscoring everyone in every phase of the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and then the Sunrisers just did something phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, we, luckily enough, we just uh, spoken uh, to um, Aya Kamane, who's uh, the champion. I think we should be playing the champion song. Champion, cha champion, champion. You know, um, they managed to pull off um, something amazing. Not a lot of people were, were, were expecting, like you said. They finished third in the, in the, in the, in the group stages. And um, 10 matches, 4 wins, and 5 losses, and 19 points. And when you look at JSK, 27 points, um, and uh, Pretoria Capitals, 32 points. Um, not a lot of teams, like I said, uh, were anticipating that they will put it off. But um, a funny story that Aya Kamane just shared with us was um, the fact that um, after they lost to the two games to Pretoria Capitals, um, in um, the early, early, early rounds of the of the competition, um, um, Eddie Burrell, their coach, came to uh, came into the change room and um, just laughed. And they all asked the question, uh, "Coach, what's going on?" And he said, uh, "Guys, I've won four competitions. Um, I've won uh, four competitions uh, recently, and um, guess what? I've lost 
the first two games in all those two com- on all those four <laughs> competitions. So he was pretty confident about um, you know um, still um, managing to, to 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 win this competition. But um, you know the players were call- almost like uh, coach. What are you wh- what are you on about? What are what are, what are you telling us? So it just shows you that uh, behind the scenes there was a lot of confidence. Um, Talk us through in terms of uh, if we're starting with um, the leading run scorers in the competition. Um, you had the likes of uh, Joss Butler um, doing a fantastic job at um, um, the Paul Royals. You've got Fab Duplessis who basically carried um, Joburg Super Kings. And Aidan Markham um, at 366 runs um, helping Sunrise's Instant Cape. Um, just the batting front. What was your standout when you think about the batting and why was, uh, you know, um, for example, Pretoria, you know, we think about the run scoring that they, they had there at, in those grounds, but not a lot of players actually were in the, you know, the, the top um, run scorers in, that comp- in, the, in the competition. You know, it's, it's interesting that you, you point to that. You know, um, the Capitals, I think they're... Biggest run scorer was Jax, and mm. one thing about them, I think there was this. Okay, last year I had this conversation with uh, with Andre Klassen, mm. and one of the things that he told me was that the difference between IPL and playing in South Africa is that in South Africa they expect a player to be consistent. You know, mm. score thirties on a consistent basis. Mm. And yet, in the IPL, they are looking for a player to play one big match-winning innings. Mm. And looking at the Capitals, I almost got that sense. You know, Riley didn't have a great competition for mm. most of the time. And then he came through in the semifinals. Yeah. He played that big innings. Mm. You know, so you, you, you almost get the sense... That that's what was happening with the Capitals. You know, Jacks would explode, Mendes would explode, because these guys, even though they outgunned everyone everywhere, mm. they also lost a lot of wickets a mm. lot of the time. Mm. You know, so they 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 went out with that mindset to score as many runs as possible and not care about a lot. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and um, when you talk about um, the bowling front, um, the evergreen, I'm going to call him the evergreen uh, <laughs> rule of um coming in uh, um, with uh, shared, oh, they shared the first spot um, with uh, Andrik Nokia with 20 wickets, um, nine games he played, an average of 9.55. Um, Andrik Nokia also playing, um, well, 11 innings rather, 11 innings, an average of 13.25, uh, Andrik Nokia. Gerald Kutsia. He's the the third number three in the in the in the bowling uh, front, and of course I have to mention this as well, Ethan Bosch. Yes. Um, a lot of people yes. might not know the the, the player, um, Sean Pollock esque type of all rounder. Um, does a fantastic job with the ball, especially in the power play, uh, being a pinnacle in uh, the Pretoria Capitals in the in the power play, and and of course uh, doing a fantastic job um, um, in uh, getting them those wickets. He was another name that a lot of people might have not, not known, and he put his hand up. And, of course, Bjorn Fortein in the top five as well, doing what he also does on a uh, regular basis. Talk to me about the bowling front, uh, how good to see, you know, um, three local players type um, doing really well, Kutsia, um, um, you know, Fortein, and, of course, uh, Ethan Bosch being in the top five. You know, for me, that's, 
one of the big big things mm. of the tournament. You know, yes, Nokia, we expected him to to be that ruthless. You know, he's been doing it. Yeah, and then. Fanda Merve has this all this experience behind him. He's he's just been playing all over the world. Yeah. But then when you have Fortein and Bosch and Kutsia bossing things, yes. You know this is in in my head. This is what should be happening. These young players should be coming to the forefront. You know, bossing the league as it were. Yeah. You know, I mean, um, one thing that I've always had a problem with is the fact that, you know, you have guys like KG. Mm. He's phenomenal, but then he's also overworked. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then, while you're overworking him, you are straining him, he's not going to be at his best as much as we would like. Yeah. Despite all his skill. And yet, CSA could always bring in these younger bowlers yes. on tour, you know, relieve the pressure, you know. Yes. I know that there's nothing like like a dead rubber. Every match is yes. competitive. But also, you know, give when there's a, a, a little bit of low value yes. to a match, give these guys a run. Mm. Don't play KG. Don't play Andre Nokia. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I no. mean, like, Look at when England came to South Africa just now. Yeah. They were not overly worried that they lost the series. Yeah. But they were happy that they came through, they sent a bunch of journalists to have a look at how Jofra Aja is doing. He's just coming from injury. Mm. It's just a monitoring situation to get him back on track. Mm. So if we, if CSA could adopt that mindset, we have talented bowlers out there. Yeah. You know, bring them into the fold. Let them develop their skills at international stage. This is where they learn. Yeah. And these guys have just shown that they are prepared for that platform. I mean, SA20 was really, really tight. It was really tense. It was high-level cricket. Yeah. Yeah, you're spot on because um, I think for the longest of time, I think these are some of the conversations that you and I have had to say... Uh, rotate. Give guys an opportunity. You know, we uh, too often that... Um, uh, guys do well at domestic level and it never translates to opportunities at the protest level. And it's not necessarily saying someone is not good enough once they don't grab the opportunity. It's about knowing what level or where they are in their careers so that you also let them know if they, it doesn't go accordingly. That you know what, um, at the moment you are short in these areas. Um, go back to domestic cricket and work in those areas. Oh, you know what? You know what? We've just actually gained a gem um, because he's actually stepped up. We didn't expect him to do, um, you know, or didn't uh, expect anything from that person, but they actually stepped up and showed their temperament at actually playing at a higher level. So these are the things that I've enjoyed from this competition now because it's another step closer to international cricket, um, the Betway, um, the Betway SA20, and um, to to have seen the players uh, doing well. I mean, I'm just looking at a list here. Um, you've got uh, the likes of uh, um, Ethan Bosch being given the rising star um, in the competition. Um, it just shows you, you the, the importance of uh, such opportunities, and um, there will be many more as well. The the the, uh, the Betway SA20 would uh, unleash as well in the future, and we hope. Um, that's the platform now for domestic cricket to aspire um, to as well, don't you think? Mm, I do, I do. And, you know, something that that I I heard from from a couple of guys yeah. is, you know, when 
the test team was okay the the proteas when they were in england some of the guys a couple of our local guys they went there they played a couple of matches and for them it was mind-blowing they had never played in in front of such crowds yeah you know it it was unsettling Mm. because as we all know for the longest time we haven't had crowds at cricket matches it's been bad yeah and you know it adds to the pressure you know you are in front of all these people it's not what you used to yes you are a professional but you're coming from a different situation yeah and these guys have had to perform in front of packed crowds you know that's another element that the sa 20 has brought to the game you know it's pressure situations Crowds on your back or against you, whichever way it is, and you hold your nerve. Yeah. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. You know, sometimes we take these things for granted. The atmosphere, how the yeah. atmosphere can affect a player. Yeah. You know, and one thing I like is that this tournament has brought that different dimension to it. Yeah. And also, I might be going off the route now, but. You know, one of the things is once SA20 is off and running, there's no, there's no break. The yeah. seasons just sort of merge into each other. Yeah. Like, like now, all the players are preparing for the next one. Yeah. No, you spot on. I think um, just uh, chatting to some of them on the, um, some of the organizers yesterday um, after the game. Um, there's been um, uh, the debriefs have started already today, um, trying to get hold of some of the CEOs. Um, that's been the, the the conversation that the debriefs start now, um, trying to understand what's went what went well, what we could do better. So that's what we hope um, um, season two of the Betway SA20 would uh, would bring. And it's been a fantastic tournament. Uh, I've thoroughly enjoyed the month. And uh, the unfortunate part about radio and um, schedule is that time is not um, on our side. And I'd love to expand on this. Conversation conversations some more in the future. Um, like I said, you're someone that I particularly enjoy having conversations about the game and how we could grow the game and the things, including stats behind the scenes of what works and what guys, the approaches, philosophies um, of um, this game that we love. So, yeah, uh, that is... Uh, C.S. Chiwanza, who's a sports writer, cricket writer, and a, and has a blog, rather, um, called Stumped. Um, you want to catch him on the socials, um, yeah, please uh, do that. He's fantastic. He writes some interesting pieces. And um, like I said, um, please give him a follow on the, on, on the socials. I uh, thank you for so much for joining us. I hope that we'll continue this conversation in the future as well. That'll be fantastic. And thank you for having me, Nona. Thank you so much, brother. Hashtag. We love number one sports digital radio station in Africa. Africa.